Are you ready to hack your time? I'm Vicky and I am obsessed with course correcting everything that you've been taught about how to use your time because I know that you can create more success while having more fun and taking more rest. I went from doing all the things, working 80 hour weeks to creating a 15 hour work week. Listen and learn how to hack your time never have to say that you don't have time ever again. You too will learn how to accelerate without doing more today. Hi Kirsty, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. So pleased to have you here. Um, having me. Yeah, I really want us to speak about for you, like what have been some really big transformations that I've seen as your coach. And I want to know from you, like how you've created them and what your experience has been like from like hearing about time hackers to becoming a time hacker to like all of it, to creating results um, through the process, outside the process. And so, yeah, the very first thing so we were we were just talking before we hit record and got carried away. So I, I paused that to continue. So the very first thing I think that stood out for me when you joined the community was um, coaching around like buying all the things <laughs> and all the programs and, yeah. then, and, and, you know, and always being tempted with like this program is going to solve this problem or whatever it is versus now when you were just telling me that you are literally like don't even want even if something comes across your way so explain a little bit about what's happened and why you think it's happened yeah okay so when I joined I mean I was a hot mess um (laughs) let's be honest you are all hot messes I was I I think when I when I became a coach I just I I could see like I I knew there were things that I had skill gaps in and I I wanted to succeed and I wanted to do well and so my first thing was I'm gonna learn everything that I need to learn in order to like develop all the skills so that I can succeed Mm -hmm. um and I almost think that was because in my previous business I I didn't learn anything from courses or coaches or mental I had I I was floundering around and figuring it out on my own and obviously I learned loads from that but I also kept myself stuck in some ways because I didn't have marketing skills for instance I really didn't even explore it so I think I went too far the other way into like oh I'm hell no I'm not doing that again I'm not I'm not like floundering around for five years I'm gonna get a coach and I signed up for all the coaching programs um, plus I was really excited about coaching and it obviously solves all problems so I was like oh I'm gonna sign up for all the coaching um, and then I basically looked at all the areas of my life that needed fixing <laughs> and of course I found them all and then I was like all right well I need I'm, I don't know what I'm doing with marketing I don't know what I'm doing with selling I don't know what I'm doing with all of these things and so I signed up for everything and then of course had no time to implement what, mm. what I was learning um, so I'm still struggling with some of the things and not actually implementing what I was learning I was just hungry for the next thing and and the 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 predominant thought was like I I don't know what I'm doing and and other people do like other people know like know something that I don't (laughs) 
<laughs> and and I'm missing something and I need to figure it out so it was like those like the, the combination of all of those was just creating urges left right and center for me to every time I saw uh, a sales page or um you know like an offer I just thought oh my god I need this and I would buy yes. and so I spent an awful lot of money doing that and filled up my time with trainings and things and then I mean I was I was still taking action in my business it wasn't like I was just consuming but I I was just all over the place and I really didn't trust that I knew what was best for me and so I was finding like the conflicting opinions on different coaches very confusing very hard I'm like a very literal person I think so uh, if somebody says something and then I'm like oh well and I can see the logic behind it then I'm like she's right and then somebody else would say something that was completely the opposite and then I was like I don't know what to do and so it was just so hard for me <laughs> it, was, it was terrible and you coached me on on it a handful of times probably um maybe even last but it had such a huge impact because I think one of the I was I was like about to sign up for a 20k 25k mastermind which obviously is amazing it looks amazing and at some point in the future I'll probably join um but I definitely wasn't ready to to join then and I and I just thought it was gonna fix my problems and and yeah sort of save me from my business woes <laughs> and I finally have sort of started to figure out and learn like oh there's there is no like right way there yeah. is no one way that works um like you can see how different things work in different situations for different people only you know your business like and what you want and what your lifestyle is and you just get to decide what what how you want to run your business and 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 I just yeah I came to this realization that I don't think anyone knows what they're doing in their business they're just making it up as they go along yeah they're just acting like oh you know they or they're they're sharing like I did this and this worked for me and then they're doing their best to impart their wisdom but for me I really had to get to that place for myself of like I know what's best for me yes yeah that's huge and that is like the big difference when we're trying to solve like the problem of like I don't know what to do from buying more courses it's like it's like a pile of Oreos right it's like one is never enough you're gonna like get through the whole packet and still not feel satiated because it's not come from like a genuine hunger it's come from a desire to change thought or belief which is like how we define hustle right like we're trying to do the things Mm -hmm. change the belief instead of like wait what if I just actually started to trust myself and and I think one of the big things I saw with you was you suddenly started to get that like you make decisions you test it you take responsibility for the results and you learn from it and that's actually faster than someone else telling you their way because like you said, like someone's going to say something that you admire and then someone else is going to say something else that you admire. And then you've given your brain this perfect recipe for like time wasting and for just like playing tennis between these two models of like, you must be on TikTok. Don't join TikTok, for example. <laughs> like, you know, something like that versus like, do you enjoy being on TikTok? Is it somewhere you want to hang out? Is it somewhere you want to create value? And those are like, that's obviously how to make sustainable 
long-term decisions based off of like building the business that you want and when you want it you're going to spend more time in it naturally yeah yeah and apart from me I mean like at, right at the beginning I remember I, I kind of knew I wanted a podcast but it was very much like but you shouldn't have a podcast in your first year even though like uh, uh, conflicting advice is like yeah start with a podcast and I just didn't give myself permission to to just yeah. try something I wanted to do just for me just yes. just because I wanted to do it and that should have been to- like this should have been a good enough reason but for yeah. some reason I was like trying to do the right thing trying to get it right and it was like all to avoid failing yes when I was failing by default really yeah so because so often people will say like oh I don't have time but really underneath it a huge thing is we try to avoid failure yeah and and part of that I was like also spreading my eggs you know like because of this you know common belief of like don't put all your eggs in one basket And, and whilst you can you know, you can argue, okay, maybe, maybe don't in some scenarios. Really, I think I was seeing it so risky and I wanted to avoid the failure of me putting all my eggs in one basket and not failing. And so I spread them across 10 baskets and then I wasn't doing any of them well. You know, there wasn't even a whole egg in any of the baskets. And so it was, it was just compounding that I, w- I wasn't getting results and I was hustling like all the time. I was working flat out, trying to doing all the things <laughs> Yeah. To try to, or I certainly feeling like I was doing all the things and just not progressing in any one area, I think. Yeah. And I actually think now you mentioned that a big turning point for you was when we did the first fail challenge. Yeah, that was great, actually, because I think I realized I, I, when I found coaching, I was definitely like leaning into discomfort and fear. And that was great. And I made huge changes in my first business. Uh, um, like I have a separate camping business. And I did that through leaning into discomfort and fear and failure and all of that. And then I kind of just got comfortable, I think. And I got it back into my little bubble of like I'm posting and this and and started doubting myself. And then your, yeah, your fail challenge was like, right, okay. It just gave me the kick I needed to be like, okay, I I want to intentionally get out of my comfort zone and do something. Um, And so I then started challenging myself to do uncomfortable things like going live every day and just talking about, you know, things. And and I actually found I got into a real good rhythm where I I then carried it on where I was just doing a live every day for about five months after that. Um, Yeah. And I just, that definitely helped. And I think, I think then I, I eventually sort of came to the place where, I realized with regard to my coaching business that I had, I wanted to start a group and I wasn't giving myself permission again to start the group. And then when I finally, because there was like a right way and there was a wrong way. This person said you have to do X, Y, Z. And this person said, you and so like, as long as like you were looking outside of yourself, you could always find someone to tell you the reasons why you can't do what you wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. It was it was that I needed to have done so many hours of one to one or so many years of one to one. And yeah, and I didn't and I would and I I guess I didn't I wanted to do it right. I wanted to be a good coach. I didn't want to put out crappy programs. So it was all sort of that drama mixed in. Um and and true, but but at the same time, I didn't really want to fill up with one-to-one clients. So I was almost like sabotaging selling one-to-one. So I wasn't even really selling my one-to-one because really I didn't want 
flat out one-to-one I wanted the, the group um so I wasn't doing either which wasn't helping me and I think I realized it, it was like that a defining moment of being like I might put this out and nobody sign up because I sort of realized I'd like tried other things and nobody had signed up and then this was like my one big idea which ironically your idea that's what that's what's interesting it was like your purely your idea no and but purely more my idea but also I'd come up with my group program idea a year ago (laughs) I had I'd mapped out the whole thing I was like this is what I want to coach on this is what I want to teach this is like this would be so fun and then I'd yeah basically just veered off track off piste of course right yeah Yeah, the whole year your brain was afraid of failing at something you actually wanted but what it was telling you was other people I I remember you coming to coaching and being like everyone else all the other people and I'd be like all the other people everyone else and I'd be like okay not everyone but someone said this someone said it once and I remember (laughs) I know yeah so I think when I finally gave myself permission to be like right I'm just gonna go with this and I recognized that there was a real chance that I put it out into my small little group, my small little Facebook group. And, and I, and I would sign, I, th- I think one person had told me like, I would sign up for it. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I just had to believe that more people would want it. And, and I, and then I, I just had to come to terms with the fact that maybe they wouldn't, like maybe they wouldn't sign up and I'd be okay with that because I'd have put it out and tried and I'd learn from it. And that was like why I went for it. That's the like winning mindset. I would say that's like been a huge shift that I've seen in you. And I think it's like one of the core things around time hackers is like, we think we like have to make decisions to succeed and we have to be right. And I'm hearing you speak about that. And that stops us from doing anything. Like you didn't do anything for a year. And the moment you were like, no, 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 I'm willing to put it out there and test it and learn from it. Yeah. Not only did you put it out there and test it and learn from it, it wasn't like you announced it one day and then it blew up. Like you did go through a learning process. Mm-hmm. I call it like being willing to have your heart broken. I had the same experience with my husband when we met, like when we were like, is this going to work or not? I was willing to have my heart broken. And so I was willing to go all in on this relationship yeah. and we lived in other parts of the world. And I think that's what you're saying here is you were willing to experience disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happened? And then, well, I had a bit of a wobble midweek. I went like, like, like because, yes. because I had, I had two people sign up, I think. Um, and I was like, yay. And, uh, and then I think I had the third person sign up. And then, and then I just had the thought, <laughs> the sneaky thought, like, oh no, what if I, I only have three because I sort of felt like I'd committed to a six month program. And then I was having that drama of like, well, ooh, you know, this isn't going to be good. What if nobody else wants it? if this is going to be embarrassing you know only three people and all of that I had all of that going on and you coached me in that week um and then the next day I just felt like I was on fire I I looked back I don't even know what was going on with me actually I mean I wish I had slowed down enough to see what the hell I was doing with my brain because I I I didn't because I was just in on such a high but I I looked back and I'd posted 16 times in my Facebook group (laughs) 
I'd done like 16 independent posts and normally I do like two or three because I was so fired up and so excited and so um yeah just I, I just felt so confident and I was I believed completely in my program completely in the offer that I had it felt so good it, it, it was it felt so such a good offer that I felt like I was um it was like a a disservice me not offering it and that was the right. first time I'd felt that actually like I yeah. really believing that actually by not offering it and you helped me with that loads actually because <clears throat> prior to that I, I I had really struggled with the whole making offers thing um yeah that was the coaching was that I remember part of it was um moving away from like your embarrassment and your failure and you and thinking more about like the everyone in your group wants your help like they're not just signing up for the group and like what's the impact on their life going to be and once you like did that then yeah you just become on fire and really like I think it's also equally important and powerful for us to like pause and like you said learning that lesson of like when you are in a success cycle really asking yourself what's going on here yeah um is so valuable Yes, it would have been. I mean, it, I mean, I did, I did take lots of things from, from that week. Um, I definitely knew like what had helped me in that week. Um, and, and one of them was my offer, really believing that my offer was like so good. And, and it how was, did it you was, build that belief? Like tell everyone, because I remember coaching you on this as well. Um, how did I build that belief? Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I picked I, I I actually I mean I'm not sure if this is how how I was supposed to build build the belief. Even <laughs> supposed to. What if there is no supposed to? Yeah, I guess I picked a price that I I would have been happy with, like yeah. that I that I wanted to sell it for. But then and then I cut a third off the price. Yeah. I, I like shaved a third off the price, which made it to me feel like it was an absolute no brainer, like a steal. Yeah. Yes. And I, but I was still happy to deliver it for that price. Yes. And and I made it long enough. I made the program long enough that I felt comfortable and confident that I could deliver the transformation. Whereas before I'd been trying to like fit it into what other people had told me to do I'm doing like air quotes here um <laughs> of of like the three three months you know is yeah. easier to sell I'd heard somebody say that and decided that that was true um and and so I had sold one-to-one packages for three months and and then felt really frustrated with myself that I hadn't given the I hadn't been able to coach on all the things that I wanted to in that time period because I just hadn't I hadn't just committed to like no my program six months and so I I was just able to ignore everyone's opinions when I was so solid in my own decisions my own conviction that it was the best thing for me and my clients even somebody saying to me oh six months is a bit long didn't phase me at all I was like I was like, are you joking? Six months of coaching with me. Like you get six months support. I, I really felt like that was, you know, like the, the most amazing thing. Yeah. So it, it didn't throw me off. Whereas before I totally would have taken that on as my own thought and then been like, oh, yep, she's right. I need to, I need to change the offer again. <laughs> yeah. And I think like what I noticed you do is really just sell yourself 
on it because when you came for the coaching the week before there was still like this person said it's too expensive this person said this and it was like looking outside of you but it comes back to I think the biggest transformation for you that shows in how you make your investing decisions how you make your business decisions and like how you make your mark like all of this what comes out so clearly is like you deciding to be like the authority Mm. in all of those areas and therefore like other people can have whatever other opinions they want. I think that's what's created your success. You got like 19 people in that group, right? I did. I signed 19 people into that group at the end of the week, which I could not believe. I was like, what the hell is going on? And I totally, I mean, I remember having the thought afterwards, like maybe my marketing isn't so bad, actually. Because just the whole year I had been believing that my I was crap at marketing and not doing a great job of marketing. I didn't know what I was doing. And it was like such a repeating story for me. And you definitely helped me like see where, because I was very much focusing on what was not working, what was missing rather than like well what is working and I think that I did start looking at like okay well this you know there are elements of what I was doing that was fine that was good <laughs> and, and obviously yeah the 19 people signed, you know signed up um, and I mean I was only running that as a little beta program my original plan was to do a proper launch in January with a, a lot of people and then last in 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 October and then I realized that actually this is like a proper group now. So I'm running it as a proper group. Um, and I love it actually. And and I, I remember doing the first, or the, maybe the second session. And I was a little bit nervous because I still had that seed of a thought, like, am I ready to do a group? I don't know if I'm going to be any good at this. And I, and I came off the call and I was like, what the hell have I been doing all this time? Like, I love this environment. I yeah. love coaching people um, in, this inv- in this way. I love that I can help so many more people at the same time yeah. um, rather than just one and then have to repeat it you know like they don't get to see anyone else um, moving and then they also had all the community and one of the things with time hackers actually I will say is because um, I had a, a blip in my other business in my campsite business where I just could not um, get over I think I think someone had let me down um she was an employee I'd taken on and then she cancelled last minute like the week before we opened and it was I had to really work to just carry on you know do the things that she was supposed to be doing and we had very little time in doing that and then I had to basically grow a pair and 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 go out and find another person and I just was felt so stuck and I posted in the group and I had just the nicest um bunch of comments and questions and coaching in that um and it massively helped me just get out of and and I mean I'd I'd already sort of got past so many things in that business and I was just so self-judgmental about where I was at and it was so helpful and so I can see the power of community in like so many areas for me and for my clients so yeah yes I definitely I mean I'm a big believer in the power of community a hundred percent and like you say it's like it's yes when you get other people solving your problems but it's also the opportunity for you to help other people problem solve for them right because when you're in your brain we all face the same shit the same hurdles like the fear the indecision the like lack of belief it's like the three steps of time hacking and when you are so when you, you see it so clear for someone else and then it becomes like oh let me apply that to me and I think that's probably a really powerful benefit something else that you said that I just want to point out for everyone listening is like 
your thoughts that it wasn't working, it wasn't working, it wasn't working, didn't stop it from working, right? Because sometimes, especially if we are very into mindset work, which I'm guessing a lot of my listeners are, mm-hmm. we, we fall into a trap of what I call perfectionist thinking of like, if I'm thinking it's not working, it's not working. Yeah. Versus like, you can think it's not working. And as long as you keep being willing to like move forward and do the scary thing and like get the support and get the coaching or whatever, like you'll soon see it's been working the whole time. And that's such a great example that you pulled out there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, because I, I mean, I, yeah, I had the belief, the overall belief that I was going to figure it out. Um, that yeah. didn't waver throughout the whole thing, which yeah. obviously helped because I think, I think that is like the foundational pillar of like keeping going. Um, yes. And then it's, yeah, when I really started to trust myself to make the decisions and then really lean into like feeling the fear and, and not caring if I failed, <laughs> you know, like being willing to fail. Um, yeah. That, which are the foundational pieces of your program. It really was that stepping stone that I needed in order to sort of, yeah, everything else to follow. So even though I had like, yeah, this, I'm doing a bad job here. I don't think this is working. I still carried on taking action. Um, yeah, because I believed overall, I was, I was going to figure it out. I and mean, I was willing to try and test things along the way. So, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Like, I just, I think it's like so fun for us to like, when you are now your future self, you are sitting in results that you really like, dreamed of or even they're bigger than you thought you would get to at this stage mm. and like being that person looking back to like Kirsty of like when did you join like six months ago maybe and being yeah. like what would you say to her when she's like worried mm. or go on oh, that's a good one um what would I say to her well I mean I tell her that making 23k in a week is totally possible and it's really yeah. fun <laughs> But, but yeah, I guess to just, I would tell it that, that there is no right way that nobody, nobody has like the answer for your business. I think like, um, I had a coach who told me, which really helped me in the campsite business. And then I applied it to, to the coaching business was that all of our businesses are our own puzzles to solve. And, and even if it looks the same as like this business over there, even if it, it or looks almost identical in the problems, it's still your puzzle and you have your own unique challenges. And so when you start to look at it like that, rather than like they have all the solutions for my business, you, you start to trust yourself more as to, right, this, you know, if this is my puzzle to solve and this is my problem, then, you know, how do I go about it? And you, you just start to do things that you want to do for you, for your business and start testing things for your business. And yeah. I think if I had, yeah, if I had just known that earlier or, or applied it earlier, that it would have massively helped me just to really I'm not even sure if I would have listened to be honest you know because I think people were telling me at the time like there is no right way (laughs) (laughs) but but what it is it's like oh you know you silly girl you should have just listened because it really is that like there uh, there is no one way there is no right way you get to decide and then you you have to test it you just have to test it and be willing to fail and learn and learn from what you tried and then tweak it and go again yeah. 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 
And would you say it's had like an impact? Because I don't consider Time Hackers strictly like a business program. I see it really as like a time program. So obviously you juggle having two businesses. Mm. But would you say like changing your relationship with time in your business has impacted other areas of your life? Um, hmm, okay. I mean, this is why I'm still in Time Hackers. Time access. all areas of our lives. Because I... Yeah, because I I won't lie. I mean, my business takes up a lot of my time. So I feel like um, I I feel like that has been where my focus has been. I I am definitely the the self-care element that you bring in. You're like, right, you know, and and I I do love that. I I think I almost feel like I'm working up to that now. It's like I've done the hustle bit. I had to get that bit out of the way. Now I'm like, I, like I'm seeing your stuff for the 15 hour you know mastermind I'm like oh that does that that is probably what I need to be doing next I need to be basically try yeah wanting that for myself yeah. rather than wanting to work all the time and I that is a challenge that's basically my next challenge really is like teaching myself to to take more time off <laughs> to to because when I do I love it I'm like oh I have such a lovely time and it's very good for my brain and I'm very creative when I come back to work so there's all these benefits um that yeah that I don't allow myself to have if I am go 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 Mm. I almost feel like now I'm at the in in the space of wanting to pull out of some programs and things and Mm. and I'm trying to be more strategic and I'm trying to slow down and I'm wanting to do that like I said like I don't want to jump into another mastermind just yet because I'm in that headspace but I haven't been there that long so I feel like I need once I've sort of yeah got to that place where okay now this is this is what I want and I'm gonna start slowing down that is the next phase I think where I really really learn to I mean, I'm definitely learning. I'm more productive now. Um, I mean, I was productive before, but I think I think I'm more strategic now. So the yeah, and I'm focusing more on the things that I want to do, and I'm trusting myself more. So I think I'm wasting less time in flapping. Yeah, um, yeah, huge time waster. Yeah, I mean, I was coming to like weekly coaching for quite a while with you, and then all of a sudden, I hit this point where I was like, I don't think I need to go this week, which was so nice because I was yes. like, oh my god, I really felt like I was you know grabbing as much coaching as I could get because I felt like such a hot mess but now I'm like oh I don't necessarily need it every week yeah. um but I there are still things that I need to work on in terms of in terms of constraints and mm-hmm. yeah sort of pulling back um and I'm sort of trying to implement strategies now that are less less involved with me um I'm sort of dipping my toe into things like the podcast for instance like I wasn't going to start or I wanted to start a podcast I didn't let myself start a podcast but I kind of knew that 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 would become one of my core ways of putting content out mm-hmm. and I'm just getting into that place of trying to streamline that process and and churn out things on demand <laughs> yeah we've had a we've coached a few people in the program through launching and creating podcasts and really it's such a phenomenal example of like things take as long as we let them when people have like come in like multiple hours for their first episode and then like four episodes done in an hour and a half I'm like yes win yes I'm I'm working on that I've only just started I've got five episodes and I think they're taking me about three hours to write right now so I'm like oh my god right I definitely am focused on 
tightening things up and and not being so perfectionistic because I think that I didn't even think I was a perfectionist but I definitely am like I I I tell I have the thought like this has to be good that is such a stop like a it literally stops me in my tracks if I think that thought um another way of saying this has to be right right yeah probably (laughs) the same pattern that you've already overcome so it's just like the same thing and I think it comes back to that willingness to have your heart broken that willingness to have someone think thoughts about you basically yeah 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 be yeah for for people to think that it's not that great and me being okay with that (laughs) yeah I'm working on that yeah (laughs) exactly yes Ah, oh, the joys. And that's the truth. That's why I made it a lifetime access program is like, whenever we start something new, whenever something significant changes, we are literally opening up our brain and the floodgates to like our primitive fear that's like change, change, like this is scary, this is dangerous, we're going to die. And it tends to be the same thought. So I love that it's like showing up for you with the podcast, the same ones that came up with you launching your group, because the truth is, we miss that it's the same thing and therefore we've already solved it and therefore we can solve it again. And I always have you guys pull out the blueprint for how you've achieved something because it's literally so time efficient. Um, <laughs> but like, it's literally our brains aren't super creative. They're like, what can we throw at Kirsty to stop her? It's like, tell her that she has to do it perfect. Tell her that she has to do it right. Tell her there's a right or wrong. That's going to be the pattern that always shows up for you, but you've already overcome it so much, even already in the program and really like I say we've got as long as you want together yeah yeah I'll definitely come next week we can pitch me on my podcast speed (laughs) (laughs) can't wait it's gonna be fun amazing so is there anything that you want like the listeners to know like maybe what you would say to anyone that's thinking about joining but it's like I'm definitely gonna wait or that's like I've already bought too many programs or that's a good one for you to answer yeah that's funny actually if you've bought too many programs then yes I highly recommend it because I actually I mean I prioritize a couple of of things coaching wise in my week even though I was in all the programs and yours was like one of those ones because it was the thing that I mean really if you're still buying too many programs you need to nip that in the bud (laughs) you need to stop buying them right now so get in get in just just to solve that one thing that will be helpful (laughs) save a lot of money oh yeah yeah you will save a lot of money just by stopping buying all the programs I I literally oh god I need to tot up how much I spent on 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 my lack of self-trust because that really cost me a lot um but it's interesting how self-trust is the answer to time wasting and like a lot of people think with time hackers I'm going to teach them how to calendar or to do list or any of this stuff but I think like you're such a great example that like no, actually more important than having the perfect plan is trusting yourself and, ha- and increasing that failure tolerance and being willing to test and learn. And that's what's had you move so much faster in the last few months. Yeah. Um, For yeah. Sure. yeah. Yep, it is. Amazing. So I also want you to let people know how they can find out more about you and work with you. And so just let people know about that. Ah, so the best way probably for people to find me now is through my podcast. So you can, you can, tell, you can tell me if it's really bad. <laughs> you can be the person. <laughs> criticism welcome. <laughs> yeah, it is. It helps me evolve my brain. It's all fine. Um, yeah, so the podcast is the Bold Action Taker podcast. Nice. Casey Knight. Yeah. 
Love it. So yeah, if you love podcasts, which you probably do because you're listening here, then go listen to hers. And what will be fun, so mine's like two years old now, um, but it will be, I think it's super fun. I know some people started with me two years ago and they've literally seen me evolve the whole time. Yeah. And, you know, obviously other people message me that they binge it, but I think there is something super powerful about being with someone at the start of their podcast journey <laughs> yeah. and how they evolve because you are, it is going to evolve and change with you. Like yeah. my podcast used to have interviews with like random people every five episodes. And it was like, called fuck anxiety and get shit done and it was like you know it's just evolved yeah um so I think it's really interesting for anyone especially if you are someone that's thinking about starting a podcast you should definitely listen to Kirstie's and you also help people around time right I do so I actually do um I well there's two things um there's basically productivity um and yeah, and I do teach calendaring in that sense. Um, yeah. I, I actually, but I like a, a structure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, if you're, yeah. so if you're yeah. listening and you want that, then curses you go. Yeah, I do the productivity and then I do courage because that for me um, was the thing that I needed. Um, in, in, and it, 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 I needed it in my first business, which is how I started. I came up with that and that was all, all my coaching around it. And then it just shows up all the time that every time I get a little bit more courageous um good things happen so I love that. yeah that's what I'm doing good things happen when you're courageous and we didn't even like touch on it but there's lots more we could have talked about about how you've like done this with two businesses um I think that's also a really powerful thing because I know lots of people are like I don't have time it's like no literally you can do this with two businesses yeah and actually my that was one of the things I guess um I, the thing that I needed to do because you, you can fill your time with pretty much anything or you can make it more streamlined or you can do things differently like there there are no rules um you can hire people to help you know there are ways in which you can yeah you could I mean I did have three businesses at one point yeah <laughs> I don't reckon I don't recommend just because of the brain space that um I was allocating to each and I really wanted to focus more on coaching but but yeah, for me, it was hiring help in that business. And, and that has been hugely, like hugely helpful in that business. And I've even pulled the, the employee who I basically have in that business into my coaching now. And she does all the crap that I don't want to do. Perfect. <laughs> so I'm like, this is it's working marvelously right now. So good. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And hope you all enjoyed listening to Kirsty's story and feel inspired. And if you find yourself buying all the programs or looking for all the answers outside <laughs> of you, come and join Time Hackers where you will learn to fail fast and learn and move quicker. All right, lovely people. Have a great week. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported, and coached, of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. 
head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.